Welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Today we continue on a journey through a powerful series called God's Amazing Promises. In the upcoming lessons, you'll discover some of the most profound promises that God has made to you. And these promises are not mere words. They are keys to a renewed life, inner peace, and a hopeful future. But before we get started, have you ever felt you're made for something more or had a dream that just seemed out of reach? Then we've got the perfect resource for you. It's the brand new Created to Dream Journal. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com or by texting the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called God's Promises About Your Future. Today I want us to look at God's promises about your future. Now you ought to be interested in this for three reasons. First, the rest of your life is in your future. None of your life is left in the past or even today. All your life is in the future. And the two things I can say about that are number one, you don't know what it's gonna be, and two, you can't control it. So I should definitely be interested in what God has to say about my future because I don't know, none of us know what's gonna happen tomorrow, much less next year. Uh, and we can't, certainly can't control it. One of the ways we try to control the future is worry, but worry is worthless, it, it doesn't work. Now before we look at six promises of God, and I've asked Buddy to help me with one of these uh, uh, promises, before we look at the six promises about your future, I wanna give you four facts about your future. I know this is review, you already know this, but it gives us a foundation for uh, what we're gonna look at today. Number one, four facts the Bible says about your future. Number one, God knows everything that will happen. God knows everything that's gonna happen in your life already. He knows the beginning and the end. This is called the omniscience of God. It means God knows everything. There is nothing that God doesn't know. Now in a practical sense, what that means is this. God is never surprised. God never goes, wow, I didn't see that coming. Hoo-wee, you could have blown me over with a feather on that one. Wow, really? Are you kidding me? God never says those kind of things. God knows everything you're ever gonna say in life. God knows every thought you're ever gonna think in life. God knows everything you're gonna do in life already now. There is nothing that you do that he doesn't already know, that he already knows, he already knows the end of your life. Why? Well, it's a little hard to get, but follow me on it. God is not limited by time. God is timeless. You see, the, your concept and my concept of time happens to be because we're on a planet that turns around every 24 hours and goes around the sun every 365 days. If you were on a different planet, you would have a different concept of time, and if you weren't on a planet at all, you'd have a totally different concept uh, of time because you could be timeless. This is what Einstein talked about in the space-time continuum. God is timeless. God can be in the past and in the present and in the future all at once because God isn't linear. It's all the same to him. He's in the past and the present and the future at the same time. I know that's kind of hard to grasp, but it's kind of like this. If I were to take you to the Rose Parade up in Pasadena, California on New Year's Day, uh, and if you were standing there on, on the ground watching the parade, all you could see is what's right in front of you. You can't see the parade that's already passed, 
and you can't see the parade that's coming in the future. All you can see is what's in front of you. And that's the way we pretty much live our lives. On the other hand, if I were to take you up in a plane or a helicopter or a blimp and we got up real high with a different perspective, you would be able to see the beginning and the end of the parade all at the same time. You wouldn't have a problem. You could see the beginning of the parade and the end at the same time. It's a matter of perspective. God is so high, he can see everything in history. He can see the beginning and the middle and the end all at the same time. It doesn't bother him because he he has a different perspective. Now, because God knows everything will happen uh, and is not limited by time, we know these verses. Hebrews 11, 13. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. He can see it all. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before his eyes. So there are no secrets with God. I wonder what secret you foolishly think you're hiding from God. You don't have any secrets from God. God knows every good, every bad, every ugly part of your life, still loves you, loves you unconditionally, but you don't have any secrets from God. He knows every thought you're going to have. You haven't even had those thoughts yet, but he knows what you're gonna think because he knows everything that will happen. Psalm 139, verse 16 says this. The days allotted to me, in other words, my life, my lifespan, the days allotted to me had all been recorded in your book before, circle before, any of them ever began. God already knows what's gonna happen on every day of your life before you even took your first breath. When you were in your mother's womb, God says, I already knew every detail of every second of every moment of your life. God's plan for your life doesn't start the moment you take your first breath. Your life began when God thought you up. And when he thought you up, before you ever took your first breath, every day of your life was planned before you were born. And so if you don't end up not being born, then God's plan just got aborted. Now here's the second thing that we know, second fact about the future. God's plan for my future is good. God's plan for my future is good. It's not a bad plan. In fact, God has no bad plans for people. God is a good God. And because God is a good God, all of his plans are good. He doesn't have any bad plans for you. All of his plans for you are good. One of the most famous verses in the Bible, we've read it hundreds of times here at Saddleback, is Jeremiah 29, 11. Let's read it aloud together, okay? Read it with me. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Now I want you to circle some words in this verse. Circle the word know. God says, I know. I already know everything about you. And then he says, I know the plans. Circle the word plans. God has long range plans for your life. He has a purpose for your life. He has a plan for your life. I know the plans, and then circle the word future. God says, I know the plans I have for your future. Now what does this promise tell us? That's a promise of God right there. Plans to prosper you, plans not harm you, to give you a hope and a future. What this tells us is that God has thought more about your future than you have. 
You may have not even given much thought to your future. Some people have no plans for their future. They're just letting life happen to them. They don't have any plans. They don't have any goals. It's just like, well, I kind of like to do this, but they're just kind of skating through life, kind of coasting through life. God has thought far more about your life than you ever have. He's thought about every detail, every thought, every part of it, and he has a plan for your life, and his plan is good for you. Plan to prosper you, plan to give you hope, a future. You say, well, can I miss, can I miss God's plan? Well, of course you can. In fact, most people do. They miss God's plan because they choose their own plan. You have to choose God's plan for your life. It's not automatic. You see, one of the greatest gifts, but it's also uh, a hindrance to us, is the freedom to choose. God didn't want to create a bunch of puppets. He could have made us where we don't have any choice. You couldn't choose to do bad. You couldn't choose to do uh, 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 other things. But he made us in his image, which means he gave us free will, and every day you make choices. The problem is we often make bad choices. And God doesn't force you to do his plan and purpose. He created you. What God wanted is he didn't want puppets. He wanted children who choose to love him. And you can't say it's real love unless you have the choice to not love. So God says, hey, you can choose to love me or you can choose to not love me. You can choose my plan for your life or you can choose your own plan for your life. You can choose to obey me and trust me or you could choose to not obey me and trust me. He wants you to make the choice. Unfortunately, most people in the world make the wrong choice. And they choose, they say, you know what? I I'm gonna do what I wanna do. And that causes all the problems. And so they, most people die without ever knowing the purpose of their life and without ever fulfilling the plan that God created them for because they didn't choose it. They miss it. You say, well, how in the world would anybody miss God's plan, God's purpose for that? One way, one word, pride. Pride keeps people, keeps you from fulfilling the purpose that God made you for. Because pride shows up like this. I know God has a plan for my life, but I think I know better than God, and I think I know what will make me happy more than God, so I'm gonna disobey what he says to do, and I'm gonna do what I wanna do. That's called pride. It's pretty arrogant to think, I know better than God does. I know God says this about sex, but I'm gonna do it my way. And I know God says this about money, but I'm gonna do it my way. And I know God says this about my future and my goals, and I know God says you know, to forgive people instead of be resentful, and retaliate, but I'm gonna do it my way. That's called arrogance. It's called ego, it's called pride. There's only one thing that causes you to miss the purpose you were created for, your own ego, your own pride. You think you know better than God. And this causes so much problem, and instead of the plans to prosper and the plans to have hope and plans that are good plans for the future, you know, you end up with a mess in your life. Now, let me just encourage you. You can't miss God's purpose for your life if you really want it. If you, if you say, God, I'm willing to do whatever you say to do, I'm willing to trust you, I don't understand it all, and some of the stuff you may do may not, may tell me to do may not make sense, it may be politically incorrect, it may be unpopular, it may be counterculture, but I'm still gonna do it because I want your plan instead of mine. If you do that, you can't miss God's purpose for your life. Now, to fulfill my created purpose, here's the third thing, I must choose to trust and obey God. God knows everything that's gonna happen in my life, and he has a good plan for my life, 
but I have to choose that plan. I have to choose to trust God and I have to choose to obey God. And every single day of my life, God's given me a free choice. And every day, every moment, I'm going, I'm going to go with God's plan or I'm going to go with my plan. I'm, I'm going to choose what God tells me to do or I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what uh, the Bible says or I'm going to do what I think is the right thing to do or is the most convenient thing. Every day we're making this choice. Here's what the Bible says. God says this in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. God says, today I'm giving you the choice. And this is, it's your choice. He's not gonna force you, God's a gentleman. I'm gonna give you the choice between life and death. You wanna, you wanna really live or you wanna have a dead end life? It, it's up to you. I'm giving you a choice between real living or a, a dying life between blessings or curses. You want a blessed life? Well, do what I tell you to do. You want, a, you want a cursed life that's cursed with all kinds of problems? Well, just do your thing. I'm giving you this choice. And then he says, I call on heaven and earth to witness. He goes, I want the whole, all of creation to witness the decision you make, the choice you make. I'm giving you the choice on what you're gonna do with your life. You're gonna go my way or the highway? You're gonna go God's plan, you're gonna go your own plan. And he said, I want everybody in creation to witness this, the choice that you're gonna make. And then you can hear the love in his heart when he says, so, come on, choose life. I mean, why would anybody choose a dead end? Why would anybody choose destruction, death, uh, and to be separated from the God who made you and loves you and created you? Why would anybody do that? He says, choose life. Then you and your children will live. He's saying that the choices you make in your life actually affect the next generation too. And the blessing that I put on your life can actually be blessing your next generation in your life, if you choose life. But it's up to you. I'm not gonna force you to do the right thing because I want you to love me out of free will. Now, here's the fourth fact, and then we can start looking at the promises. God will be with me every step of the way. In my future, I don't know what it's gonna be like, and I know I can't control it, but I do know this, God will be with me every step of the way. How do I know that? Because in the Bible, one of the most repeated promises of God is this, you're not gonna be alone. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never abandon you. I'm gonna be with you. My presence will be with you. He says it hundreds of times. I'm going to be with you because God made you to be connected to him. Now you may not always feel God's presence, but God is not a feeling. So something doesn't have to be felt for it to be real. Right now, through this airspace, uh, there are radio waves going through it, there are uh, TV wa ra uh, waves going through it, there are internet waves going through it. They're going through my body and yours right now. I don't feel them, but they're real. And if I have a rec receiver and I can tune in, I can see the color picture that's going through me right now. You don't have to feel something for it to be real. There are a lot of things that are real that you can't see. You can't see protons and electrons. You can't see atoms, but they're real. Everything's made up of atoms. And so I may not feel God, I may not sense God, but he is always with me. Now, that's an encouragement because although I don't know what the future holds, I do know I'm not gonna face it alone. And God says this in Hebrews chapter 13, verse five and six. Keep your lives free from the love of money. Uh, in other words, don't be greedy. 
and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. Now, I looked up this Greek word in the Bible, never, and it means never. <laughs> it means never, 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 never. Not in a thousand years, there's no way. You're never gonna be without me. I will. Other people may abandon you, God says I won't. Other people may betray you, I won't. Other people may uh, uh, discriminate against you, I won't. Other people may walk out of your life, God says I'm not. Never, 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 never will I leave you. Now, why does he tie that to don't worry about money and be content. Well, he says, if I'm here, what are you worried about? Don't you think I'm gonna take care of your needs if I'm with you? I, one of the things I learned growing up is always go to lunch with dad because he always picked up the tab. <laughs> I never had to pay if dad was with me. So I wanted to make sure I always had lunch with dad or dinner with dad. And, and, and your heavenly father says, hey, if I'm with you, what are you worried about? You're worried about bills, don't you think I'm gonna help you through this? Don't, don't worry. And he says, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you, so we can say with confidence. A lot of people are scared about the future. He says, we can say with confidence. Christians can be the most confident people when it comes to the future, why? Because the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid, because what can people do to me? One plus God equals a majority. And if God likes me and I like me, you don't like me, what's your problem? <laughs> God. God says, I'll be with you and I love you. So no matter what happens in your future, you're not gonna go through it alone. Now this comforting truth that I just shared with you is called the faithfulness of God. That God is not only a good God, he is a faithful God. That means he keeps his word and he always does what's good in your life. And it's part of his character. He keeps every promise. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If this message has encouraged you, or if God put someone on your mind that needs to hear it, would you share it? You'll be glad you did, and be sure to let them know about Pastor Rick's free daily email devotional at PastorRick.com. Rick will be back in just a moment, but first, we've got something truly special to share with you today. If you've ever felt that you're made for something more, if you've ever had a dream that seemed just out of reach, We've got the perfect resource for you. Introducing the brand new Created to Dream Journal by best-selling author and pastor Rick Warren. It's not just any journal. It's your key to unlocking your God-given dreams and purpose. Pastor Rick's wisdom and guidance are now at your fingertips, right there on the pages of this incredible journal. You'll embark on a transformative path to strengthen your faith stretch your imagination, and expand your horizon. The Created to Dream Journal includes scripture passages, excerpts from the Created to Dream book, journaling prompts, and thought-provoking activities. It's an experience designed to help you find your unique purpose in life. This journal is perfect on its own or as a companion to the Created to Dream book. Don't miss out on the greatest adventure of your life. Get started on your journey today by requesting your very own copy of the new Created to Dream journal. And we'll send it to you today when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to people here and around the world. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. 
That's PastorRick.com. Or you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Thank you so much for your support. Here's Pastor Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Friends, it's exciting to get letters from all over the world from people whose lives are being transformed by God's Word as they listen to the Daily Hope broadcast. Here's one from Rafael in Brazil who says listening to the podcast is a regular part of his morning routine. He wrote, Dear Pastor Rick, I just wanted to let you know how much I appreciate the Daily Hope podcast. I listen to it every single day. I started listening to it to improve my English skills. (laughs) Good idea. Uh, But then it turns out that it improved me as a servant of God. I use it as my daily devotional, and it's become one of the first things I do in my routine every day. It has changed my spiritual life. And every day when I get up, my first thought is, what am I going to receive from God today through the Daily Hope podcast? Pastor Rick, I also try to share the messages that impact me the most with my family and with my parents and with the people from my church. I've shared some messages with my father because he's also learning from it. Sadly, he doesn't know English because of that. Sometimes I translate the message into Portuguese for him so he can understand it. Wow. Thanks for writing, Raphael. And I'm really blessed to hear how you wake up every day expecting God to speak to you. Psalm 130 verse 5 says, I wait expectantly, trusting God to help, for he has promised. You know, it's wonderful to know that God's using daily hope to strengthen your faith and that you are using it to help your friends and family learn to hear from God too. So Raphael, thank you for taking the time to translate daily hope for your father. That shows that you really care about him, and you care about others learning the hope that we have in Jesus. Now our team, I'm gonna say this to everybody, our team is working really hard to translate daily hope teaching, and as new languages uh, become available, we're gonna post them for free on rickwarren.org. That's rickwarren.org. You can go and see the translations we've already got. And if you can help us uh, by financially supporting a translation, that would make all the difference in the world. So I'd like to encourage all of our listeners to share daily hope with your friends and your family. We want everybody to keep hearing that there's hope in God's word and in God's son. God bless you. If you'd like to bless Pastor Rick by letting him know how much this broadcast has helped you, please send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.